Just Earthly is a podcast for the nature lover, environmental enthusiast, outdoor adventurer, free spirit, and seeker. We belong outdoors, where we find union, belonging, inspiration, and at home with ourselves, each other, and our planet. We go inside to go outside. We go outside to go inside. We gather for self-healing, world healing, here on this earth. Welcome to the Just Earthly Podcast. My name is Mandy Metzger, founder of Interland Botanicals, and I'm your host. All right, so I am so excited to welcome Camille Saunders to the Just Earthly Podcast. Welcome, Camille. How are you doing? Hi, hello. Thank you. I'm doing well. Good. So Camille owns the business, Camille A. Saunders Therapy Services. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I run my own business. I run a private practice um, and I'm a marriage and family therapist um, and I'm based in Washington state. So I see clients um, virtually through telehealth right now. Um, I work with individuals and couples um, around like a couple different topics like anxiety, relationship stuff, um, chronic pain, illness, stress, and sex. Um, and then kind of outside of that, I run a consult group with some other therapists um, for my grad program. Um, and then I recently became a garden volunteer at a nonprofit um, in my area called Catherine Place. Um, they have a beautiful garden. So yeah, it's been really, really fun to kind of get started there too. Yeah, I love that mix. You have the therapy and then you have the gardening. How did did you arrive at the profession of being a therapist? Like how, how, what was your journey that brought you where you are now? Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely like not a linear one. Um, Yeah, there's definitely like stuff from growing up my own childhood that definitely like informed it. Um, My parents um, were, both of their dads were ministers. So I was kind of raised in like, not in like a specifically like church household, but just kind of with this idea of like service in mind. Um, And I grew up with my mom really being like, volunteer head volunteer of like everything at my school yeah (laughs) so I definitely just like grew up being like doesn't everyone do this um and so I think just I've always volunteered um and I definitely I'm 30 but with my age it's like often me and like a bunch of retired people it's definitely not always the thing that young people are doing but just kind of like through different volunteering opportunities my area um I studied anthropology in undergrad so I was always like super interested in like people and cultures and how that works um that I kind of just found like therapy and I really liked the idea of kind of being able to run my own business, potentially like working from home and doing telehealth, um, especially just from like an accessibility point of view with especially seeing people with chronic illness and pain, um, that telehealth is like 
awesome in my opinion so um just kind of like with COVID and everything I don't know it just like ended up that I graduated grad school and was like yeah I'm just gonna start my own business and yeah so I'd kind of been doing that yeah just in the last like six months really finished grad school in December 2021. Wow congratulations with that yeah it when you were going to grad school before the pandemic did you ever think that you would be doing telehealth or your own business it was definitely like in the back of my mind but it seemed pretty like challenging I was in an like as part of my program we took an ethics class which just happened to fall in spring of 2020 um and it was like very funny that the beginning of our ethics class was like no like telehealth's really hard like no one does it like it's pretty rare like there's not a lot of rules around it right now so there's no way and then the pandemic hit and it was like okay every everywhere had to kind of switch over and figure it out and so kind of just through that process uh, and like I don't know being a millennial and just like yeah uh, and the population I wanted to serve I was just like it just kind of felt like it fell into my lap that this was like a good decision and had become a lot more possible yeah and it's neat because it makes it more accessible in terms of you know you don't have to factor in the amount of time it takes to drive somewhere to go to therapy definitely you can reach a broader range of people too yeah 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 I was yeah I'm licensed like through my state so in Washington so I can kind of see people all over the state and that's really been cool it's kind of allowed me to have more of like a niche with my client population and really having people that are like seeking me out specifically um versus yeah kind of like you said having to find people that can yeah commute to my office and yeah. that live close enough by and you know can do it after work or that kind of thing oh that's awesome you were mentioning about gardening um that you do that as a volunteer what is it that drew you to gardening some yeah. people will not even touch gardening because oh, yeah. you know <laughs> it is like intimidating I think. yeah at first yeah I yeah it's again like it's hard for me to d- figure out like where the interest came from originally like my parents always like we had a backyard and they would do like you know traditional ornamental landscaping and we sometimes like had a patch of garden my mom was always really big into composting and into the environment so that started for me really young yeah we lived in um I lived in Georgia and then in eastern Washington state for most of my childhood growing up and those pretty conservative Republican areas so we were like the weirdo composting hippies (laughs) that everyone was always very confused or had lots of like recycling in our house and stuff so yeah I think like the interest definitely came from there and just like always being surrounded by nice plants and my mom would sometimes like you know harvest lavender and make little sachets or stuff like that but it's definitely more like on the side um I think like five years ago I got into house plants again kind of my mom started giving them to me and my boyfriend's mom too so it just kind of started there I lived in like a 500 square foot studio apartment in downtown Seattle so I didn't have any outdoor space but I had like big west facing windows and so 
that really allowed me to like get crazy with houseplants, which was fun. Um, and I, yeah, became like a little bit, one time at my work, they were asking me about my houseplants and I told them that I released 250 ladybugs into my apartment because there were aphids. <laughs> Oh and they're like goodness. oh you're like a crazy garden lady and I was like oh yeah I guess I am like yeah just I didn't want to yeah like use any pesticides and I was like yeah ladybugs are good of course they all like couldn't get outside so they just like died eventually which is sad and I definitely like bought them on Amazon which is like not my I would not say it's like the best yeah. place to buy live insects but um, True. but you know it definitely like I was finding like as many ways as I could to kind of be around plants and then I just kind of through moving kept getting like okay a little bit more space we lived in a townhouse and had like a tiny backyard all shaded so of course we like had a hard time growing some plants and veggies stuff but our plan because of grad school was for me to move um, like out of Seattle, closer to my school, um, in 2020. And so we bought a house in 2020 during the pandemic, which was also weird. Um, but we bought a house on like just shy of a quarter acre. Um, and so went from like an eight by 10 backyard to like way more space. So, um, yeah, that really allowed me to kind of like go head first into, all the like gardening, homesteading. I got chickens literally the day after we signed the <laughs> the deed on the house. So I was like very excited about it. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Um, what is your favorite house plant? Do you have a favorite or a favorite of the moment? I know for me, I feel like it switches. <laughs> yeah yeah I think like my like ones I've had for a long time and have always kind of liked are definitely like spider plants and orchids um orchids I just always like was like the orchid nursery where people you know it's like like we got one when we bought our house from our realtor and it's like orchids are really nice but they're not like easy <laughs> they are so- not easy and so it was like, yeah, when I worked in a nonprofit, people would like bring them in for like a holiday gift. And they'd always be like, Camille, can you like make that? We, you know, we didn't have windows in our office. Like it was just not great. So I started taking <laughs> some home and I have about five or six now. And I just, yeah, I think like finding both of those for me are really good because they're like good humidity ones. They don't need like a ton of light. So yeah, living in the Pacific Northwest and the super rainy Western Washington. Yeah, in the winter, it's pretty rough. Like I tried to grow just like a small citrus tree in the winter and like, yeah, yeah, hardcore died. Um, So (laughs) yeah, so kind of, yeah, lower light plants. Now my house has tall ceilings and like white walls. So it helps with that, like lighting stuff. But my orchids are still like very precious to me. I'm also February. So I feel like they always kind of like bloom around that time, at least here. They Mm -hmm. kind of get that like cold snap and then that like forces them to bloom. Um, And yeah. Yeah, my one of my outdoor ones that's a favorite are camellias, which I'm like mildly named after. And they also are like a, really? a February blooming plant. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm big fans of those. And yeah, I have cool. tattoos on my shoulders. No way. So. That's <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. So yeah. Also crazy plant lady getting her yeah, plants tattooed on her. So <laughs> yeah. I love it. 
Oh, that's great. Nice fun facts there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The orchids are definitely, they used to be my favorite, like, flowering plants. And yeah, I kind of haven't been able to be successful with those yet. So, um, yeah, but they're so pretty. They're just yeah. such a pretty plant. Um, yeah I always tell people to put them in their bathroom because they really like humidity and then I like basically don't have to water them so you know I wonder if that was my issue is the humidity piece I don't think I've ever had it where it would have been humid maybe I'll give it a a try yeah Yeah, I usually say yeah like bathroom or like above your kitchen sink just because they get kind of like the you know the spurts of humidity from the water I feel like that helps well, I might give it a try and you might get a DM for me. And so yeah, yeah, please report with that. a picture that yeah. says, help. <laughs> yes. Oh, so um, how would you say that your work connects with nature? Yeah, yeah, I think on the surface, like it doesn't, to be honest, um, like yeah. as a therapist. And, um, but definitely, yeah, going to grad school, like during the pandemic was rough, like did a lot of, it was like school all day was virtual and I saw clients virtually all, you know, at meetings, meeting with friends was all virtual. And so really like having a yard that was pretty empty, like we had grass, we have like two mature trees, but other than that, like not a lot going on to just kind of like throw myself into was like so helpful. Um, I would get like 10 minute breaks during class or in between class where we'd go like three or four hour class. And I would just like go sit outside in the sun and be like, please help. Um, or just, yeah, like I think just being on screens all the time, it was just so helpful to like go outside and just, I have a little greenhouse. So when it's the yeah. rainy time of year, I go and sit in there because it's protected and it's really That's nice. nice. Yeah, and then in the summer I go and like under our trees, we have a walnut tree that's pretty mature. So I can go hammock under there and like I had many pictures of me like reading my boring grad school books in the hammock. And so that definitely made it more bearable. Um, yeah, and then yeah, with friends too, like outside was one of the only places that kind of like felt safe. And we actually like would go swimming during the summer times, go meet. There's a lot of lakes around here that are public parks so we would go swim in the lakes was like a nice way to be able to like social distance and like be outside but still like have fun and I felt like those were just like so helpful to me that it's I think it's just kind of like encouraged me to like do more be outside more Um, yeah yeah that's you know and that's such a good point too because I feel like it is so hard I find myself doing this too. It's all practice, right? But it's hard because you do get glued to the screen, whether it's your phone, your cell phone, or the work that you do behind a computer. Even a lot of us, you know, we create through a computer too, um, yeah. work or create through computer and like behind a screen. And it's so important to have that balance to just take that step back, take, go get a, some fresh air and yeah. I love yeah. how you like integrated even studying with being outside or, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. I think the other way that I kind of tried to integrate it was 
you know, we'd have all these like assignments and projects in grad school, like apply this in this way. And I just tried to make like everything <laughs> about gardening. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to like present this theory in the same way that like the garden is or, um, I or that. I like, yeah, I tried to, you know, we had to come up with like different activities that you would do with each age group of like, if you're seeing different age groups of clients. And so one of them was like, oh, okay, like maybe for like elderly people who maybe aren't super mobile learning how to like pot up, you know, just a plant and do yeah. like in a small space kind of gardening. Well, maybe that would be helpful. Or if they lost someone, they kind of think about someone when they're caring for that plant. So just kind of trying yeah. to find ways to, to like, yeah, integrate kind of what's helpful for me around like mindfulness. And like you said, just kind of like separating from the technology world and kind of yeah. Yeah, encourage that in others. Um, was cool and yeah I kind of got opportunities to do it in that way I love it so I do have a question about the term eco-anxiety I stumbled upon this actually because I was browsing books um, and I came I didn't even know it was a thing so I know you have some backgrounds and you specialize with working with people with anxiety but are you able to talk about eco-anxiety at all or what that is? Yeah, yeah, I definitely like don't have any formal training in it. Um, I think I also right, have kind of like heard of it. Um, again, like definitely as a millennial, I turned 30 this year, like I feel like that's the millennial thing. Um, <laughs> it's eco-anxiety. And so yeah, I think in a lot of ways, like it's hard because a lot of anxiety practices are around like very day-to-day -day things yeah. um, and interventions and eco-anxiety. I kind of imagine Ray is like very encompassing, <laughs> all-encompassing. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I know again, like I don't, yeah, I don't know anyone that like has used that term specifically or it's still pretty new to me, but there's someone I follow online, Luna Dietrich. She does some stuff and I know she's talked about kind of like, um, I think she identifies as like an eco-sexual um, of just kind of like trying to, yeah, kind of like incorporate like the joy and like pleasure, I think, of nature kind of into um, her own life. And so, yeah, kind of like thinking about that way. I'm like, I want to do like more research on this. But yeah, yeah, I think it's super applicable right now, especially like just again, like also with all the COVID-19 stuff yeah. going on, like. I know just in my own family and for myself, there was a lot more like concern about food and like storage and more prepping stuff, um, which, yeah, again, I grew up in super conservative places. So it was always like, oh, like that's like for people that own guns. That's not for me. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of trying to find this place of like yeah, where like leftist anarchists also talking about like all these things. And yeah, for me, I know like gardening and just kind of seeing like the cycles of nature and that's like very circular. I think like that, that aspect of it is very like, yeah, brings hope to me just because it's always like, well, you get another chance, right? Like it's like maybe you didn't have a great spring crop this year, but like you just learned more for next year. Um yeah. And just, yeah, for myself too, right? It's like some plants, you can do everything right. And like, 
you know, there might be bugs that were eating their roots and like, you can't really help that. Or so it's like a lot of learning and like failure. And I feel like that's good for me in a lot of ways. Cause I feel like that aspect is like scary, right? Like it's not very encouraged in our society to like openly fail and like Mm -hmm. learn and make mistakes all the time. Um, And so I know for me, it's really like helped me, yeah separate kind of my own like frustration or kind of like yeah ego (laughs) part of myself and just be like you know what like I tried my best and like we'll see where it goes but yeah I know that was kind of a tangent from (laughs) from where we started but yeah I I completely understand what you mean and even like I have so many plants actually even in this room that you can't even see yeah (laughs) it's it is interesting because I feel like the plants actually like talk to they they tell you what they need yeah and um yeah but like kind of like what you were saying that there's some things where it's like no matter like some plants no matter how hard you try to nurture it and give it what you thought it needed that still just didn't make it and it is it's a fail and I actually like I feel that you know I, I feel that deeply when um when a plant doesn't make it um but it, it's it's just neat to see like you, you kind of pointed out the the idea that there's so much to learn from just playing in in nature gardens so lots of lessons to be learned (laughs) yeah yeah and it's like I feel like right now like gardening is very like hot it's trendy it's in house plants too and so it's also just yeah been interesting to just see like more people come into that I even know like within my own family like the more that I've gotten into gardening and plants like the more they ask questions about it or right like people message me on Instagram and I'll be like oh like I didn't even know that you right cared or like had house plants or things like that and so it's also I feel like yeah opened up this like world of yeah like curiosity and like more of the I think like community and like mutual aid parts of it of kind of like how can we like learn from each other instead of from like hierarchical um right more school or like business-based institutions too yeah with the garden um something that I I love how fresh the food is yeah there is I always thought getting produce in like a, a grocery store or um you know I I never realized how fresh food is when you actually just pick it right from the garden or I've even been you know I've been traveling a little bit and I, I found this cherry tree with these ju- the juiciest cherries I've ever found and I just picked a whole bunch from the tree and I just ate it right from the tree and it's so there's something even with the abundance that nature holds for us too yeah just like that freshness and that I don't know there's something about it that even like taking that from the outside and like consuming that is just yeah right it's like sometimes you can like literally like taste the sunshine right like I feel yeah yeah, lots of berries again like yeah in a place that's a bit cooler and cloudier a lot of the time like sometimes you know I'm like I my tomatoes just started getting ripe like last week where I live yeah so there's some aspects of it where I'm like I'm so jealous that people have been eating tomatoes for like two months not me um but then it's like great like there are things that do really well in my climate like berries 
Um, and so like, yeah, I put in raspberries last year and we've harvested Yum. like 10 pounds and oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, they're so good. And they're right outside my door. And yeah, I definitely feel that too around like, it's like I'm raspberry rich, right? Or <laughs> it's like, yeah. I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm like reveling and all these berries <laughs> and yeah, especially with berries, you know, berries and herbs are super expensive. And so yeah. those great things to have. Cat saying hi. Oh, <laughs> hello, cat. Yeah. <laughs> We're animal friendly here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I always ask everyone on my podcast how. So this podcast is about self and world healing through nature, and I am curious how you heal through nature. Yeah, definitely in like lots of ways. Like I love swimming. And so with summer here, like I try to go swimming with friends, like outside in lakes. And I love that aspect of it. I grew up in neighborhoods that had pools, but like we didn't go swimming in like open water anywhere. Um, and so that's just like been really fun and like connecting in like a different way to the outside and yeah. Again, like the seasons, right? Like in the beginning of the summer, the water is like really cold, and then as right. it gets closer to the end, it's like, oh, it's so warm. Or so I definitely love that. I, yeah, I feel like water always is just like so, I don't know, like makes me emotional, right? Like, um, yeah. and so it's just so nice to just like float around. So for me in the summer, I'm like, if it's hot, I want to be in the water. Um, I definitely love that. Yeah, I think like being outside, especially in like the slower times of year, like in winter or like early spring. Um, it, yeah, it's just like so fun to sit in my greenhouse while it's raining and like watch the birds outside or it's just like makes, I feel like it like literally makes me right, like slow down and like, yeah appreciate all the things around me that like aren't me in my house and like overthinking and worrying and stuff like that I go outside right and it's like everything's fine out here you'll be okay yeah. um I know like I have chickens our backyard chickens that we got when we moved here so they're a little over two years old now and just like I know like I, like they have a routine right like I go and yeah. let them out every morning and you know they squawk at me and say hi and I get their eggs and check on them and they eat the bugs in my backyard like it's like <laughs> a nice like symbiotic you know kind of relationship where right like I'm trying to do the best I can for them and provide them with fun things and treats and they're providing me with eggs and so there's also this like right like kind of trying to like learn from each other or just yeah. like, learn new things I did not grow up with like farming or anything like that and yeah. so just kind of yeah learning about different worlds and like oh there's like stores for farming and like there's all <laughs> communities of people right where have done this their whole lives and their families yeah. have and just kind of like yeah learning more about right the history of a place or connecting with the land feels so like grounding and special and like I know for me it definitely feels like something that was like missing um in a lot of my life and in just like yeah consumer 
culture in general. Yeah, I definitely feel that too. And just like the, I feel like the more I am out of nature, the more I feel like it heals me. Like I, mm. I've done like a lot of energy work and things like that. And that um, has had its own place in my journey and healing. But I'm like, you know, the more that I do the work, I notice that it's that grounding that comes from nature that just really helps to um, make me feel settled and to heal um, yeah. the most. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a magical place for you. Yeah. In this greenhouse that you talk about, do you have lights in it and everything? I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's funny you say that because there's a um a little place around here I pass and there's this cute little greenhouse and this is how I'm picturing yours. It's like a cute little greenhouse and it has like this string of like cozy lights in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, here it's like we say it rains like eight or nine months of yeah. the year, and so like having covered spaces is like yeah. super important. Um, and like. I don't know, you know, it doesn't get super cold. So lots of people are very used to like drinking a beer outside at a brewery in January. Yeah. Normal. Um, so there's a lot of like outside spending time outside, but yeah, it's so nice to hang out in the greenhouse. I've even had yeah. friends where I'm like, Do you wanna come over and hang out in my greenhouse? Greenhouse me? party. Oh my drink gosh. coffee <laughs> and yeah, like just listen to the rain. Like it's so nice. And then yeah, in the summertime, it's like I don't use it at all. It's so hot, but um, but yeah, then I get to use the shade of the trees or other things going on too. And yeah, oh, magical. Yeah. Yeah. So how can listeners, how can everyone find you? Like, how can they connect with you further? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to work with me from like a therapy perspective, like my office phone number is 253-339-6871 um I can be emailed at Camille so c-a-m-i-l-l-e-a-s therapy at gmail.com that's my like work email um I also like have my website which is camille-saunders.clientsecure.me um and then on Instagram I am at camzy13 which is like you know my first login of my life so uh it's k-a-m-z-i-e 13 which was like what my friends called me in middle school so that's where you can find more like garden content you know therapy memes um yeah casual content but yeah that's kind of that there and yeah my business is just Camille A. Saunders Therapy Services so I'm pretty easy to find on the internet um yeah I'll make sure that I link um all of those if you all are watching on YouTube I'll link it below the video and then um I'll put it in the description for the podcast episode when that goes live so um yeah one one thing I did want to just mention for those that are listening that you offer a free 20-minute concert salt I saw um, just to make sure that you're a good fit to work together. Um, so, I mean, noting that you only are seeing clients that are living in Washington. I just think that that's really amazing for you to offer that because I've had conversations with people before where I feel like it. a lot of times 
you're held back from going to see a therapist because you're afraid that you're not going to be a good fit. Um, and then if you do see a therapist that is not a good fit, you know, it can make you feel even more isolated and unseen and unheard. Um, and even more separate when you're, you know, you're there trying to get help. So I think it's really great that you offer that to just make sure, you know, that you, you know, that you are a good fit. So well, thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, I think it's super helpful, like you said, like just finding a good fit, even just right, like interviewing a therapist. It's like yeah. not a fun thing to do, but I do think, yeah, it's it's helpful and finding someone that you feel comfortable being right super vulnerable with especially and paying for their time um yeah Yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of therapists out there and that can be great and also a lot of people are really full right now right so since we're having such a hard time like globally um, mental health wise right now so yeah yeah even sometimes on my consults like you know for whatever reason it might not work out or you know they're looking for something else like I try my best to be like you know keep keep looking like keep trying or you know talk to your insurance and see what they can do to help and if they can find people because it's not yeah it's unfortunate right now that it's like not easy to find therapists and that are a good match so I just definitely encourage people like keep trying keep looking you're allowed to fire a therapist you're allowed to dump them you're allowed to go like do what you need to do to like get the help that you need um you know it can be right sometimes it's hard from a therapist perspective but I'm like that's the job so (laughs) once clients decide um you know for themselves that something might be better like I just try to wish them the best and do you know what I can as well yeah well thank you so much for being here today um it's been great that you've been you shared your story and we chatted about gardening and yeah and plants which I love plants so (laughs) thank you so much for being here yeah you're welcome thanks for having me 